Hello, you are listening to the Morning Mindset Podcast, where we in this podcast do all things to do what? Get your mind right. I know that as women, as professionals, we have all the things going on for us. We have the degrees, we have the jobs, we have the kids, we have the spouses, we have the families, we have all the things. But all in all, do we have our minds right? So in each episode of this podcast, what we would like to do is to help you to break down those things that are weighing you down, that are causing barriers, that are keeping you from being the best that you can absolutely be. Yes, we come at it from a career standpoint, but it's real life stuff that you'll be able to apply for all of your life. So if you're ready to really get your mind right, to really push beyond your limitations, to really go beyond limiting beliefs, to break free of fear, imposter syndrome, self-doubt, this is the place for you. Keep listening. I'm your host, HR exec turned career pathfinder and executive coach, Keisha Hicks, and I welcome you to the morning. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I wanted to come on here and talk to you all a little bit today about all things getting your foot in the door. Um, So come on in, come on in, um, say hello. Let me know that you are in fact here. I see there are some folks on with us, but I don't know who you are. So say hello. Don't be shy. Say hello. Um, All right. So who am I? I am Keisha Hicks. I am a past HR exec um, and I currently own a business called The Elevate Her where I work primarily with HR professionals that are undervalued and underpaid and are looking for ways to shift their mindsets so that they can advance their careers and guess what? Make more money. Okay. And um, one thing that I, I, I do on a regular basis is I have a lot of conversations with folks, right? And oftentimes, What I hear people say is, especially if they're trying to get into HR or they're looking at how do I move into the next role, I hear people say, if I could just get my foot in the door, right? I just, I just need a role to be able to get my foot in the door. Now, here's the thing. Um, I know, like I said, I know that I have all these conversations with folks and I know that this is in fact what they say. Have you ever um, thought about taking a job, taking a job or took a job to get your foot in the door? Right now, um, let's talk a little bit. uh, Let's go there a little bit and let's talk a little bit about kind of why, why people try to uh, why, why this is the approach that people take. Okay, Um, so here's what I know to be true. There are a lot of people who have done the things, right? You've gotten the degrees, right? A lot of people, I've talked to some people, you know, you're getting ready to, you're finishing up degrees. Um, you've gotten the certification. Congrats to all those that got certifications over the weekend um, were, um, that made it through that. I know that was challenging for a lot of you. Some of them I coached. So I'm, I'm, I'm extremely proud of you all for getting your certifications. Um, but so, yeah, so you've gotten the education, you've gotten the certifications, right? You are doing the things. You're trying to network with the right people. You're applying to the jobs, right? And it just seems like nothing is landing, right? Nothing seems to be going right. You're talking to people. You're looking at roles. And for some of you, 
you're even looking at a variety of different roles. At this point, it's just like, I just need a job. I just need a way to get in, right? And so if that means me having to take a pay cut or me going into what would be a lower level role or a role underneath my abilities, right? I'll do it. If that just means that I can get my foot in the door, especially if I'm trying to transition in, okay? Now, here's my thing. And let me explain to you why this doesn't always work, okay? Sometimes, let me just say this. Sometimes it does work, okay? Sometimes many people have been successful, have been able to, you know, take a job and just to get their foot in the door. When I worked in um, state government, I used to hear a lot of people say, you know, because state government was like the ideal place to be for a lot of people because of the benefits and all the things. It was just like, I just need to get my foot in the door in order to be in an organization. So sometimes people want to just be in an organization. And then once they get in the organization, they can figure out how to maneuver and how to move. However, that's not the case for everybody. Right. Some people just want to get in an industry. Right. So, for example, a lot of folks want to get in HR. So they go into recruiting, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it's a special skill set that you have to have in order to be successful in those roles. Okay, And that you have to be able to demonstrate now. So it works. It works in some instances. I don't want to bash anybody and say it doesn't work because I've talked to folks. I talked to folks this morning that said that it in fact worked for them. So I've seen it. I've seen it work for some people. Some people have been able to get into this entry level role and or this get your foot in the door type of role, understand who the key players are or have go in with a plan. Somebody put that in your notes, plan. They go in with the plan and they know that whatever role they're going into, it's a temporary stop in their journey. And so because of that, they're able to see it for that and they're making their moves accordingly. And as they're making their moves, they're not staying in these getting your foot in the door roles very long, right? Because they're able to maneuver. Now, that works for them, okay? That works for them. Sometimes they take the roles. They're able to make more money than their other the role that they left prior to. They're able to earn uh, to learn more in these roles, and they're able to propel themselves forward. But here's the thing: it doesn't work that way for everybody. Okay, did you have to take a pay cut in order to um, get your foot in the door? Now, in some respects, again, you don't have to take a pay cut. Okay. But then there are some that have to take pay cuts. So be thinking about this. If you're thinking about taking a get your foot in the door type of role, there is a strong possibility that you are going to have to take a pay cut. Now, and here's the thing about these pay cuts. It may not be a temporary thing, right? Where you take a pay cut, one payroll, two payrolls, three months, whatever. What if you happen to sit in a role where it took you a year? A year. You had to take a pay cut and it's you go into a role, a get your foot in the door type of role. You're getting paid less than what you made at your previous role. And it's going to take you at least a year to be able to come back up to what where you left off. That that time you've lost money, but you got your foot in the door. So, my friends. Then it becomes the question, is the juice worth the squeeze, right? Because here's the thing. If I take a pay cut, 
Say I take a $20,000 pay cut, $15,000, $20,000 pay cut just to get my foot in the door. And it's going to take me a whole year to get at least back up to that 20 grand that I lost. Was it worth it for me to get my foot in the door? It may. But here's the thing. You lost 12 months worth of income, right? 12 months. Like you've had to literally change your lifestyle for 12 months. And here is what we also know. There is a possibility that you may have more money. It's not a guarantee, right? Now, granted, number two reason why people take these getting a foot in the door roles is that maybe during that year, there are some things that you're going to learn that you're going to be able to expand and, and, and add more to your toolbox, okay? So you're basically paying to play at this point. You're paying for your expertise. It's like you're going to school all over again. You're paying the tuition for the experience that you're going to get in this job. Let me, let me go back. I'm going to say that again. You're paying for experience at this point, right? Because you didn't make, this, you didn't make more money. You lost money to go into this role. This role is to give you more experience. So you're actually paying for the experience. And some of y'all are paying for the experience and paying to get a master's degree and paying to get an HR certification. I, I don't know who that was for, but that's for somebody. Okay. So again, question for you is, is the juice worth the squeeze? Okay. Because do you have to do it that way? I don't think you do. Okay. Now, so I 12 months I foregone $20,000 for 12 months, okay? I possibly have some more experience that I can put in my toolkit that then I got to do something with. Here is the thing sometimes about these roles too. Sometimes you will take a get your foot in the door type of role with the, uh, with the um, expectation that you're going to learn more, that you're going to grow more in these roles. But really what ends up happening, because if you've hung around me long enough, you've probably heard me say this before, you're going to end up overqualified in the role that you're going into. Okay. Has that happened to you before? Have you been overqualified in a role that you've gotten into? Right. Most of you right now, under the sound of my voice, are probably overqualified for the role that you're in right now. So now I'm paying for a role that I'm overqualified for anyway. Because there's a hope or there's an expectation that the juice is going to be worth the squeeze and that by me getting here and putting my foot in the door, that I'm going to be able to take this, recoup the money that I lost. And then at some point in time, be able to actually leverage the skills and expertise that I have, right? Now, again, let me go back. Not knocking it, okay? Not knocking it at all. You got to do what you got to do. And for so many people, it's like, you know what? It's a means to an end. It is, you know what? I am in a toxic work environment. So I just need to get out of here. So if that means I have to take the next job that's going to allow me to get my foot in the door somewhere else, fine, right? That's been a lot of people. Right. And I don't mean running in a bad way, but just saying that you were trying to escape a job that was toxic. There are other opportunities where maybe, you know, your job came to an end. Maybe you are in a contract role or maybe you are in a temporary role or maybe your role was eliminated altogether. So you just took a role to get your foot in the door at an organization that you wanted to maybe be in. Right. 
Uh, maybe you just finished school and you're like, you know what? I just need to take a role, a job just to get my foot in the door so that I can gain the experience and education that that I need to propel my career forward. Maybe that's what you're thinking. Maybe it's because, you know what, I'm trying to transition. I got all these years of experience as something else, and now I'm just trying to transition into something. So I just need to get my foot in the door. Now, here is what I want you to be thinking about instead of, okay? Now, granted, we already dropped is the juice worth the squeeze because we do know that it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you something probably, again, in most cases, there's a lot of cases, I'm not going to say most cases, there are a lot of cases when taking a role just to get your foot in the door works. But there are also a lot of cases where that doesn't work. And what ends up happening is you end up paying for that. You pay for it with your time, your frustration, you're paying for it with your salaries. And here is the thing, okay, before we move on to what, you, what I want you to be thinking about. Here is the thing about salaries. Okay, this is from my HR perspective. This is, the, this is according to Keisha. When you are thinking about your salaries, you always have to think about your income potential. And when you take a role that's going to continuously like slide you back, right? And if it's going to take you 12 months to recoup where you left off, you are in essence putting yourself behind from an income potential standpoint. If you're taking a role that is entry level or is just to get your foot in the door and it's below your area of expertise and it's one of those ones where you're not fully being valued, your expertise is not being used, you're stalling yourself out. You are, you are literally, you might as well just, you, you are making yourself stuck by doing that, okay? You're stalling yourself out. You're not going to be in a place where you're going to be growing and developing at that point. It's just a thing for you to put on your resume. Now, if that's what you want, cool. But I'm going to tell you, all the time, that doesn't work, right? Especially when it just looks like lateral moves, right? I've watched some people who have been at one point in time an HR director, then they took a manager role because they just tried to take a role to get their foot in the door. And it looks weird. Like, honestly, if I'm screening a resume, it looks weird. Like, what happened to you that you went from director to manager? Now, you got to be able to articulate that. Right. So be thinking about these things. If you take these, get your foot in the door role, it's not just about that role. What I want you to think, here we come. Okay. So what I want you to be doing, what I want you to do and what I want you to consider is that you got to be thinking about the role after that one. And the role after that one. And how is this really aligning ultimately to what you want to do? Right. You can't just be thinking about this, 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 just one role, right? And so many times we put a sense of urgency or we put place all of our focus on this next, this role right in front of us and not be thinking about our plan, our goals ultimately for our career and how damaging sometimes taking that foot in the door role can actually be because it can, it can actually lengthen your runway and not in a good way. It can stretch out the time that you have to actually ultimately hit the, the end game that you want to hit, right? Because really, this is what you got to be thinking about. And so many people just think, okay, I just need to, to get this, this job, just get my foot in the door, right? Um, for example, I have a client that has had um, many, many years, and, and she had many, many years in banking, for example, okay? Many years. No HR experience directly. Master's degree in HR, 
but no direct HR experience. So here's the thing for her. She could have made a choice. She could have said, okay, I'm going to just take, uh, here I sit at this, you know, she has risen up the ranks, okay, at her current organization because she had been there so long, right? Put in her time, did her dues. She could have easily said, I'm just going to take any job just to get my foot in the door. She could have. And there were a lot of different opportunities that she and I looked through um, and trying to figure out what was the best opportunity for her, right? And so many of those opportunities would have placed her either. They were lower paying than what she was used to. So she was definitely going to have to take a pay cut. They were so far underneath what her, her experience level was. And in thinking about the company, really, it was like, well, is there is there any kind of upward mobility? Is there any opportunity for that upward mobility? And we just couldn't see it in a lot of organizations. And so my thing to her was, you don't have to settle just to get your foot in the door. I don't have to settle just to get my foot in the door. Because I think sometimes that's what we think. We think we have to settle. I have to settle because I don't have enough experience. I don't have, I don't have this experience. Or I have to just settle. You don't have to settle. But what you do have to do is you have to work. Okay. And there's a different level of work. And that work starts with you actually understanding what you bring to the table and then being able to articulate it accordingly. So when we talk about transferable skills and understanding those transferable skills, this is when it becomes extremely important for you. Right. This is when you can't be like half behind or lazy with it. You really have to really figure out. How am I going to articulate my value? How am I actually going to make my, how am I going to translate my story in a way that someone would see me and say, oh, she's the ideal candidate? How am I going to be able to do that? And then who do I need to know at this point, right? Who do I need to be connected with? What do I need to be thinking about? And all in all is how does this ultimately like really fit into my plan. And so going back to my client, that's what we had to do. We had to really sit down and say, okay, what is it that you want to ultimately do? And not just, you know, like I want to be able to help people. No, we need to go deeper. What does it look like, right? What is the end game for you? What do you hope to be able to do? When If, if you were retiring tomorrow, what would you hope to be retiring from? And then we had to do, we had to do that whole thing and looking at what are you working with? What do you have now? Versus what do you need to get? And how do we then fill in the gaps? But then as we're filling in the gaps, we got to figure out how to tell your story. And we got to be able to tell your story in a compelling way that says, you know what she's talking about. And so because she knows what she's talking about, we need to make sure that we get her in this role. Okay. And so as we began to do that work, she was able to land a new position. That didn't where she didn't have to take a pay cut, where it was very similar situated from the levels that she was in. Right. But it took us not just taking a thirsty move. Right. Because sometimes taking the first thing smoking just to get your foot in the door is can be a thirsty move. We didn't just take a thirsty move. We took a move with intention. Right. And so the thing is, it's all about intention and alignment. Right. So what I want you to consider um, is that. You need a full-blown plan whenever you're thinking about 
taking a move because you're transitioning or you got um, a situation that's happened, whether you've been, you know, your job has been eliminated or, you know, contract is up or you're thinking about moving into a new role, you need a plan. And your plan can't just be consisting of the role right in front of you. You have to have, be able to set some goals. You got to be able to know what you're working with and be able to articulate your value. And most importantly, you got to have the right community and the connections around you. I know a lot of people will say, no, maybe you don't need to have those things because it'll just work out if you can just get your foot in the door. That doesn't work for everybody. That certainly doesn't work for everybody. Sometimes you will get your foot in the door and be trying to chew that foot off to get it out because it was a, you end up in a place where you don't want to be or that is going to that actually is going to damage your career more than it's going to help your career. So my friends, all I'm saying to you is really consider if the juice is worth the squeeze when you're talking about, I want to get my foot in the door. Because I've seen a lot of, I've seen a go left a lot of times with a lot of people in, not under my watch, okay? Not under my watch. Now, if you want to get your foot in the door, I get it, but you really need to be thoughtful about why. And if it's just because I, that's the way I can get in, that ain't the why, okay? So really be thinking about, is the juice worth the squeeze? And is this me getting my foot in the door? Is it going to be able to help me to one, get to the ultimate career goals that I want to, two, be able to go and actually be um, paid what I'm worth, right? And of course, you never pay exactly what you're worth, but be actually be paid fairly and be paid accordingly. And three, is it going to allow me to grow and advance my career? And if it won't, think twice about it. Think twice about it and don't be afraid to not settle. Don't be afraid to not settle and don't be afraid to do the work that you in fact need to do in order to not have to put in uh, or not just have to put your foot in the door just to be able to move your career forward. I um, I want to I want to open up my doors um, for those in HR that or even maybe aspiring to be in HR. But if you are to a point right now where you're like, you know what? I'm ready to go beyond just putting my foot in the door. I'm ready to really think about how do I make my next moves and make them in the right way, right? If that's you, I invite you to um, schedule a call with me. Click the link. It'll take you over to a page of, um, about our HR Path program. Read through it and, and click the button to get on the wait list. When you click that button to get on the wait list, I'm going to review what you put in, in, in there, and then I'm going to schedule some time to chat more with you. Because again, I don't want y'all just out here just putting your foot in the door, taking a thirsty move, because it may or may not work. If it works, but if it doesn't, and a lot of times I've seen it not work, I don't want it to cost you. I don't want it to cost you. I don't want it to cost your families. And I most importantly, do not want it to cost your legacy, okay? Listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for catching today's episode. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to be here with me. And for that, I'm so thankful. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, make sure that you subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. Have a fantastic day.